Avamar Soranash owns an island in the shackles taken from the natives, and he spent the last five years turning it into a kind of hunting grounds. Really spectacular. He spared no golden expense. Welcome to Dead Men Roll No Crits Park. I am your Jurassic Guide, and join me and aiding a sick triceratops are my three friends and one blood-sucking lawyer. It's Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Howdy, folks. Hello. Mm, guess who's the lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to play the most dangerous game, Patrick. <laughs> Riding dinosaurs. I just watched that movie uh, two days ago. Jurassic Park? Yeah. Was it because last week you wrote it down? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The itch. Pretty, we talked about it much. a lot. I, I, I did. I, I got the itch. Yeah. Anytime, I, although it doesn't take much. If you even so much as hum John Williams' score, I'm just like, oh, I got to watch the movie. <laughs> I, gotta, <laughs> I, I have to. I was telling, I can't remember who I was telling. It might have been, Patrick, it might have been you. Uh, the, the scene, when I just last watched it, the scene where um, Dr. Grant, and Dr. Sattler see the Brachiosaur for the first time and mm-hmm. the score swells into John Williams' signature score. Yeah. I like almost tear up whenever that happens. Oh, oh and no. I have no idea yeah. why. I don't well, know. Why hold that... on. Y'all don't cry whenever John Williams music plays? <laughs> no. <laughs> Believe it or not, when some Star Wars plays, I don't cry. <laughs> Duel of the get... Fates. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I, you know, it depends on the John Williams. Yeah. I, I, I hear that I hear that Tatooine Cantina song and just <laughs> the waterworks start going. Okay. Admittedly, Star Wars is probably the exception for me. Did, included didn't, but didn't he ET? do the jaws I mean, theme yeah jaws yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm crying really i'm thinking about that poor shark man you're poking <laughs> holes in my theory but i'm sorry but, man yes you put, dra- you put john williams on the radio station i am guaranteed to start crying at some point yeah. i'll i'll cry I'll, i'm gonna heck? get shot for this but i i cry a Ray's theme from star wars Oh, and because it's just a beautiful it. song i just think it's beautiful oh, i mean man. people might Anything not like that strings... we're never gonna get to this episode uh i found a factoid out about the the quote-unquote hopeful music at the end of return of the jedi um that's playing like during the celebration scenes is like just a sped up and one um octave higher version of the emperor's theme which is like john williams is Pretty much a genius. Gosh, dang, He's amazing. Are you talking about the Yub Nub song that the Ewoks? Definitely sing? not the Yub, oh, Yub Nub not... song. <laughs> Just I mean, the uh, the music at the the end, yub, like right yub, before Yub uh... Yub Nub Yub Yub Nub. That's the Imperial March, not the Emperor's yeah. theme. But yes, uh, last. Oh, you're uh, right. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> speaking of uh, um, crazy crazy sci-fi things happening last week uh feels like a fever dream it feels like a lost episode in the making (laughs) you guys wrote a dinosaur out of town and we ended (laughs) the episode uh but yeah uh, let's get back into it because this week's episode um starts with you guys you know coming back into town (laughs) to get your bearings and in the town center there are like townsfolk there cheering you on and um people that had ran away coming back and you know asking yeah. how you did it and, and what yeah. have you. you you see cassius uh pocketing a can of shaving cream with definitely no dinosaur embryos <laughs> inside of it you just go inside the dinosaur's cage and start scooping up dna <laughs> <laughs> just scooping it into a uh 
bag of folding. DNA. I did that. Dino that, that, DNA. That all sounds like something Zenia would do. Right. Cassius, we got Cassius over here. Nobody cares. No more dinosaurs in this episode. We should do all these jokes last week. Yeah. Just real quick, just real quick. Before before the dinosaur stuff disappears, do you guys remember? Like, it, it's inconceivable to me that a sequel to Jurassic World came out. Like, is anybody even vaguely aware of that? <laughs> I was saying Jurassic people, Planet. <laughs> people in the uh, the Discord, it's like, I watched that movie. I went to the movie theater and watched it. And it's like, I don't really remember much about Are we talking about the Chris Pratt, the first Chris Pratt? No, there's I'm a talking about the second one. one. Oh, well, yeah. Them? Because they the the it's the actress so goofy it's the, so goofy the actress that's playing Faye Valentine in the Cowboy Bebop live action was in that movie and I have like really? no recollect recollection of her character huh see because I, I saw characters. Th- this might just be me and you know I'm 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 that kind of person when it comes to movies but I saw Jurassic World and I had no inclination to watch any kind of sequel whatsoever and, and like it just mm. I heard nothing about it. Like yeah, it came I, and went. I, yeah, I mean, it, it probably it, it, did like a billion dollars or something internationally. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Movies I do want to like, watch them. A lot Can of people I just say. So I did not grow up on Jurassic Park. Very new for me. I read the book or listened to the audiobook rather, and then watched the movie just a couple of years ago for the very first time ever. Loved it. It was great, but very different from the book. But um, now I have kids, and they are obsessed suddenly with Jurassic Park. And so our uh, oldest just read the novelization of Jurassic World. And so we let him watch the movie. First, we watched Jurassic Park. Then we watched Jurassic World. We skipped all the others. And um, you I haven't skipped. Them. You yeah. skipped. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry. Um, yeah, but anyway, so we, we watched, fine. but we did make him watch the first one. We were like, you have to see Jurassic Park first. So anyway, so we watched that all as a family, my six and nine-year-old included against advisors but um jurassic world is significantly more gory and mm. violent than oh, the first really? one like significantly like i i, mean, the first I was not concerned that several well, times watching it samuel jackson's arm uh in yeah, but it's, it's such a it's such a it's such a fake arm like i mean it's yes, kind of there's some like blood it's, the it's hilarious how how like they they pushed the boundaries of what film can do with special effects and then when and then there was that to, and when it came to a human arm they just went to party city and called it <laughs> supposedly there was going to be a i mean i hate you guys that just got me on jurassic park trivia all night long there's supposed to be a leg as well she trips over that they cut from the movie because it's like it looked so bad like the yeah. arm looked great compared to the leg, supposedly. I always wondered uh, why she fell good. down there. I mean, I, I assumed she just, I don't know. This raptor just, it ate the nougat core of Samuel L. Jackson and left all the appendages. Like, imagine it's just biting into him and just shaking. He just gobbled Marcellus oh. Wallace's soul yeah, out of the middle of too much dismemberment. It, it's, it's, like a, it's like a crab rangoon. Well, it, yeah. also, also no. if you just it, bit the center and just yeah. all the crunchy bits are on <laughs> which, the outside. Which, uh, famously, I just throw all those on the garbage on the on the ground. It's just yeah. Should we just start Man, this episode over? Again? Some deep cuts <laughs> to crab rangoons. Get wrecked, crab rangoons. Get <laughs> yeah. your creamy filling who, who in my mouth. Yeah. That other crab. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I want who, who your game. I want cream part. cheese. Come I want on. crab. I don't. I don't got time for no rangoon. <laughs> 
recording. I don't even know what show this is. Is this <laughs> anyway. is this the more you nerd? Are we on the more you nerd right now? Uh, Did right, you bamboozle right. us? Calm down. But oh, how cool would it be just to have like a completely dinosaur based TTRPG? I don't know. Oh, I would, I, you know, I probably like, I probably play that. Cadillacs and dinosaurs, the TTRPG. Um, I was thinking more Dinotopia, but yeah. oh, okay, that also works. Maybe we can do dead dinos roll no crits for our next season. Ooh, <laughs> another we're just, we're just like skeleton dinosaurs. We're just another like, yeah. um, Jurassic Park um, uh, factoid you probably know, Rebecca, because you read the book. Is the um, ages of the the two Hammond grandchildren were kind of reversed in the movie. The um, yep. the girl was the younger one, and the little boy was the older. Um, probably closer to your kid's age than uh, the movie for sure. Um, because uh, what's her name? Who does Linux? Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how Unix. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Unix. it's a Unix system. I know this. Uh, guys, <laughs> the battle looks like the battle uh in the square after it's over and calms down. Uh, there are some indeed some cheers from Alawites who, you know, ask your name. They've heard s- stories of the Tidebreaker crew because you've come through here before. Um, but yeah, these cheers. Oh, they turn a silent as a, a fairly burly man flanked by an entourage of pirates decked in hunting gear emerges uh, along the main avenue. Uh, this human male is wearing black leathers and animal furs and sporting long knives up and down his chest and legs sheathed in, in long uh, kind of Oddly decorated, perhaps a totem-like sheaths. Uh, there's a large bow on his back as well. Uh, it looks like he's uh, spent some time in the woods fairly recently. Um, let me show you oh, what, what he looks like, where he is. Got him on the map somewhere. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Rah. Oh, yep. It's this gentleman here. Well, he just looks, looks lovely. Exactly. Um, Although, it, for a guy who looks like that, his teeth hygiene is great. Yeah, those Very are white. some pearly whites. Those are pearly whites. I think the artist could have yellowed those up a little bit. <laughs> uh, he steps up uh, with this entourage and says, What is the meaning of this? Who dares? Take my prize monster that took me and my men nearly a fortnight to track, capture, and return here alive. Uh, <laughs> are we are, are we all just like kind of looking at each other? Like uh, no, I, th- I think I think Candosa uh, will step up on this one, um, and say that is a creature of the wild, and that does not belong in this rusty cage. And who might you be to tell me what to do on me own island? Wait, he owns the island? Uh, Make me a pirate lore check. You know I don't have that. (laughs) (laughs) Someone make me a pirate lore check. Cassie as well. Once I open his character. Oh, you said pirate lore. Can you roll gossip lore for me, Patrick? Oh, you know I can. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, for sure, Candozo has no clue who this guy is. Uh, what's, plus what's 13. Your, 
What? Oh, your bonus is plus 13. Uh, yes, you are fairly certain indeed, uh, though you've not seen them before. This is none other than Lord Avamar Sorinash, ruler of Allo and a pirate council member who captains the vessel, the Blood Moon. Uh, Cassius would, oh, uh, yeah, Cassius would just shout out to Kendoso. Kendoso, that'd be Captain Soren Sash himself, pirate council member, Onzalo. I see. Well, sir, then it sounds like you do control this city. <laughs> I will say, the creatures of the wild are, are, have, hold dominion over themselves. Respectfully. That creature was tracked by us and was worth thousands of gold, bound for combat at Greenblood on Black Rock, and you stole from it a glorious death to let it out to be hunted by the other beasts in the wild. What is wrong with you? Sir, that, that animal is a herbivore. Yeah, so it, he's saying it would be hunted. It is prey itself to other creatures in the wild. Right, I'm just saying. It's, I don't think it's the natural state of a of a cow to do glorious battle. <laughs> I guess that's my point. It was wounded. If, if it wasn't brought back to health, it would not survive out there. You've doomed it to a slow death as opposed to a glorious one. Who, who are you? Why am I even speaking with you? Where? Where are you from? Uh, I uh, uh, show my pirate's ID badge that I got in the cereal box. And I say, uh, uh, my name is Kendoso of the... Or I have a ship. I'm on a ship. Tidebreaker. The Tidebreaker. Cassius, you know this guy, right? Part of me wants Cassius to look at Candoso and is like, you've got this, Captain. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, uh, of course. Well, um, <clears throat> I've made my decision about this dinosaur's fate, and uh, we saw it through as, as rightly we should. Cassius will, will step up and he's like, to be fair to my friend, Captain Sorensash, the beast did get out of the cage by itself, and we did not want to hurt your prize take by damaging it or having to kill it as it rampaged through your town, causing you grave property damage. So we escorted it out of your city. Now, I don't know. I know it's not great that you'll have to either rehunt it or it'll be lost in the wild, but I figured taking all finances into account, this was the best choice, so. Forgive me for making a decision for your town in your stead. Uh, that's, a, that's a much more persuasive argument. You should listen to him. Yeah, arr, uh, it's Captain Cassius, eh? Aye, it is a pleasure to meet you, Captain. Uh, I, I've heard that name through the grapevine. You've traipsed through my city once before without so much as cares, leaving anything in tribute. To be fair, it was more of about a... Just a, a bit of prancing, really, but I would never traipse through your town, Captain. You robbed me as well of 
bringing the gang that hounded this city to justice the last time you were here. What gives you the right, Vel? To be fair, they did jump us, and I tried to give them the option to back down from that one. I even stole the light away from the street so they couldn't even fight us, but the, the darn fools didn't know when to call quits, and I'm not a forgiving man. I'll be spending time hunting that beast down once more. But you still owe me for lost time. And if you want to be on my good side, you'll deliver me a creature of equal import alive so I can recoup my losses. Nothing that you can find on this aisle either. I want something that fights uh, you abroad. If you don't, then you'll have made an enemy of the Blood Moon and her crew as this sale was going to pay for the ship's entire season's salary. And now we must begin the hunt again anew. I think um, Hanto's getting really tired of this particular brand of pirate unreasonability mm. and such. And uh, he'll just shake his head and say, do you want us to hunt it down again and let it free in your town to rampage and destroy your buildings and kill your citizens? I've already hunted the beast once. I can do it myself. You owe me another creature, uh, a monster, to fight. Should we put it in that cage then? He points at the cage that the Triceratops broke out of, which is his responsibility. <laughs> you bring it on your vessel or offer it to me at a later date. If not, as I said, my very powerful friends and the ear of the Hurricane King himself I can make it very difficult for you and your crew. I understand our position, and I also understand your influence. Fine. I will hear out what I will hear out what beast you want us to bring. Surprise me. <laughs> Does it make, oh, surprise make, we'll, make we'll, sure we'll, it's a, a, a creature that is higher level than yourself, yeah. as this one was? Uh, Cassius uh, will step up to him, and and I don't know how tall this guy is. He's probably taller than Cassius. Cassius yeah. is like the beast of, you know. But he'll say, don't you worry, Cotton. I'll give you plenty of a surprise. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be an animal. You know, it could be a demon or something you guys can capture whatever you want to whatever you want to feed him that sounds good i mean yeah i mean ideally i feel like it would at least be an animal that sort of has it coming like that's <laughs> sort of a jerk <laughs> like i don't know like like, like let's a say a boar, boar with a vengeance yeah, yeah. <laughs> well well well, well oh, you have boar god table talk um cassis would not want i mean i cassis knows very well hanto's and uh, Candoso's position on enslaved anything. So if we were to bring something back, I assume the scene is over. Have we uh, I don't have much more for, <laughs> for Evan <laughs> or Sornet. I'm not going anywhere, but you don't have to talk to me anymore. <laughs> oh, no, he, he is going. He's going right back out to the, yeah. the jungle. Uh he, I mean, he's standing there with a question mark over his head and if you talk to him he says did you bring me a monster yet then leave me alone <laughs> and that's all he says anytime yeah, you try exactly. to talk to him but uh i i figure if we do ever find something that we think is benefiting of this good captain we um yeah 
maybe let it loose in a place he didn't think we would. He didn't say put it in the cage. He just said bring it on our ship. We could deliver it directly to his ship. We could deliver it to his ship. We could deliver yeah, it to be like, here you go. Private, just, just drop it on the deck. Yeah, we could deliver it to his private house on some other. We, we found you this Kraken. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, Cassius would make it known. And we don't have to role play all this that. He absolutely does not care to be on Soranash's good side. Um, although Soranash might make it difficult for us politically. I mean that's one of the reasons why we're working with Fairwind. Um, yeah, right. So yeah, it, it's kind of it, it's kind of like I don't feel like we need to. I don't. Cassius isn't going to be the type. We can't please sides. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. We, well, we need I don't. To, we need like decide what kind of game. pirates we want to be. So, and spoiler like, warning: this isn't a solve this issue this episode kind of mm-hmm. thing. I mean, if no, it happens yeah. in the future, or if there's opportunity, or you could, you know, very well just send him like a hamster and be like oh it's a fearsome foe you know get yeah. pronged i was thinking <laughs> actually like a whole horde of rats would be a really good way to get back at him oh but yeah just, just, just we'll enough see, rats that it's a high enough cr that <laughs> i do want everyone to keep in mind as we fight things interesting things to send to sword ash and i think um, that should be a conversation we have when we fight monsters is this an interesting thing to send to sword i think on their way away Mm, cool my dog decided to bark at stuff <laughs> uh, um, me, I, I, I think I'll just, i would trust me i would i would give this dog away in a heartbeat anyway <laughs> but honto would not uh but no uh as as they're walking away uh honto's just gonna shake his head and say that man represents many of the things that i don't like about pirates ah he is a selfish man who Truly only cares about his own benefit and his own advancement. He really does not serve any other purpose other than himself here in the shackles. We're not going to bow down to his demands, are we? Oh, Lord knows, Honto will. We might get him something, but it certainly certainly will not be what he probably has in mind. I like Um, that idea. You guys, you guys are here to to meet back up with a a former sailor aboard the the Brine Banshee, uh, Hanelius Fitch, and going into his store down the street once this commotion has died down. And I, I imagine you've set some wounds here. Um, he'll uh, he'll greet uh rebecca your character as you walk through the door uh, remembering your name says oh Laris del karen uh, well welcome back to this old medical shop uh my you've you've changed so much since i last laid eyes on you oh and hello to you all as well the name it's Hanelius fitch a pleasure to meet you all uh i, I once sailed with her uncle uh olivier many ships ago many years yes many years back it's good to see you again. I did not expect it to be so soon. Neither, neither did I. What, what brings you here? Uh, what brings you to my shop once more? What does bring us to his shop once more? We're here to get drunk and tall and talk tall tales. Pretty sure you guys are here 
looking for wherever the Brian Banshee may be. Banshee of Brian. Well, can we get drunk first? It's it's a a medicine shop, so you can maybe have some. Right, right, right. I remember now. Distilled right, so, hooch. So, can we ask him about uh, the Brian Banshee and what may have contributed to its swiftness? Um. Yeah. You know, if you start talking about him about one of his old ships, uh, he said, "Oh yeah, I I sailed on the Brian Banshee, but uh, it was nearly." A decade ago, uh, right before I took a few jobs and then took a job with your uncle. It was a good ship. Yes, a very sturdy ship. Captain always said he wanted to a go at the free captain's regatta, but I don't I don't know much about it being a, a formidable foe in that race. That was after my time. Who was at the helm when you were serving on the Brian Banshee? Which Rebecca? It seemed like something that I would have prepared. Uh, <laughs> uh, Captain uh, Chitfit, of course. Uh, the the Jack Smix, the the gnome <laughs> captain of of the the vessel at the time. It changed hands after that, but I was no longer aboard. But uh, I, I indeed I, I parted ways with that crew, and if, if what you're saying is is true. Uh, the, the vessel is lost or sunk, uh, or perhaps still floated. It, it has nothing to do with me now. I'm, I'm retired from the seas, uh, seeing to the wounded and the ill here in an hollow. And you don't know who it changed hands to? Um, why don't you make me a perception check? A picture Sorry, of Hanalius Fitch, just so you guys know who you're talking to here. Oh, he looks very... Uh... It kind of looks like Bilbo Baggins almost. Uh, it's a 23 in perception. Um, he seems like he doesn't necessarily want to talk about it that much. You know, maybe you bring it up another time in conversation. He brings up a another ship that he was with longer. But um, uh, if you want to get him talking back about the Brain Banshee, is there a, a tact you want to take? Something you want to say to him? Can I just talk more generally about how one might go about alchemically, perhaps, or magically, perhaps, to uh, improve the speed of one's ship? Hmm. Yeah, maybe Maybe make a uh, arcana or occultism check. It's oh, a 20 on arcana. Yeah, he doesn't seem to, to know much about that, but uh, he on the subject he says you know I, I i treated wounds there on that vessel for for some time and developed many of my own methodologies my own uh advancements i would say in in, in medicine giving but these days i'm but a sawbones here in, in uh this shop and uh treating all kinds of nasty wounds that Sornash's men get when they come back in from from hunting in the jungles. Um, anybody else can, if you want to try and pry some more information out of Bitch, he does perhaps seem to be guarded when talking about the the Brian. What? Banshee. What would be in 
Is there a role Cassius can make that would be for him to understand what perhaps a sizable bribe might be? Um, what amount? Um, yeah, I mean, because like I don't know, I I just don't because we're adventurers. My idea of what a lot of gold is for mm-hmm. revealing information is skewed immensely. He he I does he does pretty well here, um, and probably gets paid, you know, like one to five silver per per job, um, which is all you know a good deal of money. So maybe in like a month or so, make some gold. Um, so if I put down like. 20 gold pieces that would be like, like more than a probably a year's salary okay okay well, let's do it like a let's do like a year. so cassius will put down cassius will kind of reach in and he'll take out 10 gold pieces or whatever mm-hmm. and he'll set them on the counter and he'll just say i'll stop blowing smoke in your sails there mate i'm looking for a device a device that can help us win understand the winds a bit better if you know my meaning and to be doing that I need to be finding the shipwreck I'm willing to help you out here a little bit tell us everything you know get past that bolt of a tongue you have on you Uh, make me a diplomacy check Shibuya oh 19 on the dice Yeah, 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 (laughs) 35 Got a little bonus there for the gold as well, but uh, definitely a critical success, uh, regardless. Um, you're you're looking to find the vessel, are ye? The and if it has wrecked, then who knows where it could be? I, I, I do admit, if it is as um, important a find as as you might say, uh, there is methods um, of what how one might search for the ship um, a method I have used before uh, though it was many years ago and I hadn't thought uh, the need to use it again but I'm willing to describe my methodology though perhaps not the full full system yet uh, he goes back behind him and there's all kinds of like uh, body parts and things in jars, formaldehyde jars behind him as well as like, you know, small animals, uh, frogs and things like that, preserved and pulls um, down from the shelf a a very long glass vial filled with liquid. Um, A tube containing a human leg bone in a preservative like amber-like solution. Uh, this tibia previously belonged to Vargas Brack. He's an old shipmate of mine. Uh, Vargas was was very grateful to be rid of it. He'd have died of gangrene if I hadn't amputated this leg uh, years back. But it is a good thing I kept it as a specimen. You see, he was an officer aboard the Brine Banshee le- until the uh, last time she sailed that I heard. And Vargas and I were good friends. He came on that last uh, trip here. Uh, he went out with the Brian Banshee. He came here to Arlo. He was always did when he was in port. He mentioned the course the Brian Banshee be taken. Said he wouldn't be back for some time. And the Brian Banshee 
was going to port to port, had an abundance of riches aboard her. With my methodology here, he'll tap the, the leg bone in the jar. I believe we can salvage those riches, find you what you need to know about the ship, if you're interested, Captain. And I take it, we use your methodology. You want part of the cut of the riches? Why? I've not a care for the magical treasures you find. I, I do indeed would love an officer's cut of the treasures from aboard the Banshee. This tin gold will, will do well for my retirement fund, but I can take better care of those in need and start up a practice, perhaps in, in Port Peril, retire from being a, a sawbones and peg leg setter here in Allo. If you take me aboard, Captain. Pitch, you lend us your methodology. You've got yourself a deal. And an officer share whatever we find. <clears throat> the Brian Banshee was a true pirate vessel. And her riches belong to the, the sailors of a ship like yours. Keeps her traditions and the pirate code true. Thank you for letting me aboard, Captain. But, uh... To truth be told, this just be a part of the method in finding the ship. I, I don't have exactly the capability of, of tracking Vargas myself, but I know who does. He's a salty old sailor by the name of Milksop Morton, who regularly sails his ship to Sloop, named the Dryad's Grave, between Smoker and Shark Island here. He's an odd one, and it said his ship is crewed by the dead. He's killed in battle. But he controls a, a dark, magical band on his hand called the Ring of the Iron Skull. I've used it before in, in finding the dead from their, their bits and bobs. If we take it from him, we'll be able to track Vargas and the Brine Banshee down. You said you sailed with this man, yet you want us to take one of his necromantic items. Curious. He is, uh, he doesn't follow the code. I've, I've seen him give no quarter to those who have asked for mercy and parley on the seas. To be honest, I despise necromancy. Just another way of enslaving a man's soul after he's parted. Doesn't sit right with me. If finding this man and using this band means ridding the world of one less manipulator of the dead, well, I'm in for it. And we have our path ahead. Oh, Back on the Tidebreaker, yeah. Oz sneezes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut a few days later. Back daylight, the, the Tidebreaker sailing between Alo and the ominous, ever-active volcanic island known as uh, Smoker, the Smoker. And we see, indeed, uh, Ozzy sneezing. <laughs> we see Sharga looking out across the horizon, Bartleby doing the maths of the ship, and uh, Kovic perhaps fletching some uh, arrows? Does he use arrows Bolts. still? Bolts! You know, he's, he's you can fletch a bolt, right? Or You can fletch craft a, bolt. a bolt. I can fletch a bolt out of... <laughs> Fletch a bolt over that mountain. You want to see me do it? 
Um, uh, Oz, is, Oz is rubbing at his nostrils and he goes, I swear, someone was talking about me just now. <laughs> Two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've, you guys have been moving from island to island uh, over the last couple weeks without too much knowledge from the officers about exactly what you're doing. It seems like you're just going from port to port again, telling your tales, but you've seen the captain and uh, the officers kind of with some secret liaisons at uh, at different ports, including saw them going into a brothel uh, and as well as a, a temple of Callistria a few times. You've come back there twice now. Um, you've lost some comrades in attack by some sea wreckers um, the previous week. I'm just wondering, uh, your your other characters wondering how this journey is sitting with them. What are their thoughts? Well, I mean, Kovic has been on raiding parties before, so he's no stranger to like you know losing comrades. It 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 happens in a warrior's life. Um, if anything, he was happy. For those um, that they that they you know died in in battle and not scurvy, <laughs> uh, so but he he's probably a little sick of the sailing around. It's time. He, I think he feels like it's time to. So the the subterfuge, the secret meetings, uh, he's ready to do a spot of raiding. So he's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about the rest of you guys? Yeah, Sharga's right there with Kovic as far as feeling antsy. She wants to take her great axe out and smash something. But preferably a dragon, but did, if it can't be a dragon, ever, yeah, something else. Did we ever hear Sharga's thoughts on or, like, or hear her feelings when she saw the dragon skull emerge from the captain's locker, the magical locker, uh, Besmara's bones that adorn I don't know that we. I don't know that we have talked to her, but I think that we mentioned, like, I think I mentioned at the time, like, oh man, Sharga's gonna, have, yeah. like, thoughts about having a a dragon on, like, mounted to their ship. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like sealed her belief that like this is where she was supposed to be? That like, oh. I'm in the right place. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. This is a dragon like, murdering ship. Yeah, this is yeah. fate, right? Like, we're heading yeah. out, and she's she's shared with Cassius before, like, that, you know, she is greatly interested in taking revenge on yeah. the Draconic... It's so weird, though, in this entire um, adventure path, you know, based on Pathfinder, based on Dungeons & Dragons, there's not a dungeon nor a dragon involved. There's neither. Nary a dragon nor a dungeon to be seen. I feel like we've been in a dungeon. I mean, I would get breathed. The Sphinx Sphinx thing. Yeah, the Sphinx thing. It was pretty dungeon-y. It was a magic magic mouth. I added that to the campaign. But yes, oh. I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'll, I'll add some dragons in eventually, just not today. Yeah, dragon. <laughs> what about uh, Bartleby and uh, Ozzy? Uh, I think Bartleby is, uh, for once, uh, enthusiastic about the work. Uh, <laughs> uh, sniffing out sniffing out necromancers and uh, betrayers to the faith of Pharasma is what i was trained to do and also to add numbers together and write things down <laughs> but so i will write i will write things down and add numbers together at uh to, for the good cause of 
uh, ridding the world of another necromancer. I'm, I'm here to kill least. necromancer and add numbers, and I'm all out of yeah. numbers. And I'm all out of numbers. Last, like, I added them all already. <laughs> in this last few bit, I think Cassius has definitely worked a lot with Bartleby. I think Bartleby is probably annoyed at Cassius because Cassius keeps trying to write off things as business expenses. <laughs> Bartleby has had to re-explain what that really means and how it doesn't apply to whatever Cassius is trying to buy. Also, we don't pay taxes, right? Like, you know this, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got port taxes. You know, you can make yeah, some right, that's creative. That's true, yeah. Like, yeah, uh, but... no, these 50 barrels of wine are, are not plunder. We're going to drink those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're but, drinking uh, them yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Cassius is extremely happy to have uh, Bartleby ab- abound on a ship. Very valuable. Yeah, I think I've, I mean, think I've, I finally got my sea legs here. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's just another ship to Oz. Um, he's been on a couple. Um, he's a little frustrated that he hasn't been able to uh, be as free as he normally likes to be um, to to do his research to, to observe things that he wants to observe, but uh, he's perfectly dut- uh, dutiful. Uh, he gets all of his stuff done um, as early as he possibly can so he can get to whatever he does in his own time, the weirdo. <laughs> Has he taken over the bilges? Is it like a, a dark corner of the ship now? Oh, he's, I mean, he's found somewhere. He's That's pretty where, small. It's where the spiders hang out. Yeah. <laughs> They're imagine, perfectly good uh, conversationalists. I imagine he just has like a a small army of undead rats pumping the bilges. We don't. Have, no human has to punch bump the bilge ever again. It's just uh, necromantic uh, rodents. Now necromancy, you know, he'll he'll explain it to anybody who wants to know, and those who don't doesn't mean just raising people from the dead. It has plenty of uses. Um, yeah, I mean, right. I mean, I mean, like, uh, yeah, doing a little, uh, doing a little uh, resurrection. I mean, you know, there's a place for that, but there's a difference. <laughs> um, as you guys are chatting up, maybe going through your your swabbing, your um, uh, rig work that you have to do, uh, isn't too long into like like the third day of traveling between these aisles, kind of. On the lookout, it seems like, is the hubbub of uh, the scuttlebutt amongst the crew. Um, not too long before you hear Scrimshaw Jack shouting from the crow's nest. A ship sorted! Oh, right round the bend! A sloop, all right! Or my name's not Scrimshaw Jackington Esquire! That's my full name! Cannon now! Uh, all at once, uh, Rosie Cuswell is coming by, cussing you up quite well, you know, to get Weapons and armor ready and prepare to board an enemy ship. Um, it isn't but an hour or so after an intense chase that the enemy vessel, you know, doing its best, tries to outrun the tidebreaker. But Captain Cassius and the rest of the officers are shouting orders and having you guys catch up in short order. Um, lines are launched. We see uh, Hanalius Fitch and... Um, uh, owl bear on harpoons, uh, tethering shots to the stern of uh, a ship named the Dryad's Grave uh, to reel her in. And you all, uh, in short order, can throw your hooks and get planks set down to rush across this enemy vessel. All of you are on the, the front line, as it were. Um, 
Uh, but as you get over to this ship, ready for combat, a, a mist kind of parts, and you are greeted with an empty vessel um, strewn about with what looks like um, it's it's not a very tidy vessel. There's looks like piles of uh, clothing and, and trash everywhere. Uh, and from the stern castle, a fat human man wearing a fine uh, coat of furs of all different kinds of exotic looking animals uh, whose, whose lily white hands are bejeweled with dozens of rings. Um, he wields a, a large cudgel wrapped in, in spiked chains. His hands and eyes glow with a magical blue aura. He says, You all have chosen Devon. Come to take what's mine. Oh, well, you'll have to stop me and me crew before you get what's coming to you. Uh, in the distance, Cassius and the other officers rush up to meet this pirate captain, uh, but first has some words for him. Uh, but all of a sudden there's a, a rumbling, uh, an enormous clattering sound from the decks around you as there are clinks and clanks ringing in your ears. You see pieces of metal and reinforced wood and leather floating around the deck here. Uh, let's get into initiative turn order uh, with right. your, your B-team characters. The B-team. Uh, by rolling either crafting, Arcana or occultism. None of yeah, those are good for me. It's a new one. Yeah, that's that's all bad for me. <laughs> Crafting occultism. Yeah. I'll do occultism. Oh, I didn't click my token. Meanwhile, I have a plus eleven to occultism, but oh. as is standard for me, I rolled really badly, so I got a seventeen. Six. Still pretty good, even though you rolled a six. I'm going to take you guys over to the other ship and reveal what's happening here as uh, the the pirate captain, Milksop Morton, calls out. Uh, you see what looks like figures forming on the deck here. He says, Ha ha! The old tales of my ship are mostly true. I don't have my dead enemies fight for me. Oh, but I do strip them of their armor and bring that to life to do me bidding. Now, my armored minions do your worst. Repel these borders into the sea. And indeed, uh, armor pieces from all around form up into walking suits of half plate, studded leather, all kinds of armor in front of you guys. Let me reveal them right in front of you. Is he a Saturday morning cartoon villain or something? Like, we didn't <laughs> ask him. I, I really, I do enjoy uh, this character and um, the illusionist that you fight. Uh, you see uh, Cassius, Candoso, Honto, and Alaris up on the stern castle, and they have to fight like a, a giant golem uh, put together of a whole bunch of different pieces of very large armor. <laughs> like it's like a it's like a megazord of armor. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you guys get five medium-sized suits of armor, and they're they're fighting a huge one. Um, uh, yes. Roll my own initiative. So we're not fighting the captain himself, then. <laughs> Sorry, no. no. That that's A team material. 
No, fighting the captain is B team material. A team gets on a wild goose chase, or they get interrupted by something that's not their target. Or they get the golem, <laughs> like just described, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't think I want to play that game. <laughs> Kovic Rhino, you are first in the initiative turn order. Indeed, uh, you, you've sensed what these pieces of armors clatter around the deck were going to do. And uh, maybe even before they're ready to, to step forward, you see the pieces still like forming up on what looks like a, an invisible person. But indeed, they're just empty suits. Um, what would you like to do? All right, as a single action, I'm going to, uh, what is it called, Hunt Prey? I'm going to use Hunt Prey and declare uh, this first armored foe in front of me to be my prey. As a second action, I'm going to activate my, called Gravity Weapon. Oh. And then as my third action, I'm going to use Quick Draw to pull and shoot my bow lickety split at this first first person okay well i assumed as you charged onto the the enemy vessel that you had your weapons at the ready but go right ahead you gotta you gotta attack for me uh i do i do wow that is a 30 to hit a 30 against ac that is a hit and for a total of 29 damage. <laughs> uh, heavy crossbow bolt indeed, piercing this animated uh, suit of armor. Um, it does, I mean, it works just like piercing an actual suit of armor. It seems to deaden a little bit of the blow that you're punching through a big old plate of armor first. Uh, these guys do have some defenses here, but a lot of that damage. Ooh, boy, a bunch of that damage going through. It's this guy. Yeah, he's still still up, but he's got a massive bolt that's like dented his chest in. 25 points of damage? 29. 29. Okay. Alright. And that is Kovic. Uh, Ozzy, you are next. Doesn't seem like any Necromancy is happening currently. No, sure doesn't. Um, so, actually, uh, as a result of that, uh, what could I utilize to to understand what these constructs are? So, the skill associated is either crafting or arcana. Okay, I went ahead and rolled a 24. I'm going to take an action to try and figure out what I can about these uh, creatures. Right. So with that, you get to ask me a question. I can tell you these. Well, I'm using the stats for uh, animated statues, um, but working them as if uh, they are just these these suits of armor. Um, they are medium constructs, mindless medium constructs. Uh, what would you like to ask? I am mostly curious about what their resistances and immunities are. So they have hardness six and most every construct immunity that, that you can think of. Um, okay. There's, there's no mind associated with any of these and they are not living. Um, 
things, <laughs> if that makes sense. They're they're closer to to items than they are mm, living monsters. Ooh, that's not good news for me. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say <laughs> there's some some good news and bad news here, but uh, uh, mindless is probably the one most uh, or, or mental items, I should say, uh, would would have no effect. Um, no, I think uh, for for him, uh, the fact that they're immune to bleed, mm. death effects, disease, necromancy, poison. Drained, fatigued, sickened. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, Ozzy's having a bad day already. This is not what he's good at. Uh, he's good at telling people what these things are and then staying back as uh, some other people deal with it. Um, let's see. Um, how about? Sorry, this has drastically affected my line of actions. No, I totally understand it, my man. Take your time. <laughs> Pick your best shot you got. Um, okay. I think what he'll do is he'll um, take out his dagger and uh, he's gonna... He'll, he'll just explain to the others, it's just walking metal, just break it, I guess. And uh, <laughs> he'll cast mirror image. So now there are suddenly uh, four Aussies. Excellent, excellent. So... <laughs> Um, image of four Ozzy Osbournes singing on stage. No, way. look, just call him Oz. Let's get rid of the Z part. It's just Oz. No, right? I like Ozzy. Let's call I him like Oz. Ozzy. He's Oz. You can call him a Suzrik, his full first name. He's going off the rails on this uh, Wraith Bane. Mm-hmm. All right, it's their turn as indeed they're going to shamble forward uh, as an action. Oh no. Uh, this one's going to take a couple actions. And, um, yeah, they're, they're just, you know, gauntlets and gloves coming at you. Um, smacking, smacking in. I'm going to make a couple attacks first against Kovic. Kovic attacks. First one is ooh, maybe a critical hit. What's your AC with Kovic? Rolled an 18. Oh, you know, did we have any money to buy new equipment? No, yes, most definitely. We talked about that weeks ago. I might have forgot to buy better armor. Oh, no. What's your armor class? 22. 22 is... So I'd have to get a 32. That's not a crit. Oh, okay, good. I definitely should have bought some runes and stuff i remember <laughs> i remember not seeing the answer to that question i i, I don't oh, goodness uh, uh, but max sure. damage 16 points of damage oh owie um let's let's do the same versus aussie aussie did you not upgrade weapons or armor either no not really oh yeah yeah um that that first one is a 24 so just a hit uh, yes, correct. Uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Um, well, hold on a sec. <laughs> you all right? Did it hit the real? Oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. How many are there? Uh, there there's four total. So uh, the way it works is if it would hit me... Um, 
do, uh, you would need to roll a one on a 1d4 to hit the real Oz. Let's do it. Yeah, nope, mirrored. Yeah, so uh, it, yeah. it crushes one of the fake Oz's, but the other <laughs> the other two line up next to him and they all point their daggers at this <laughs> same foe. Um, this is a mirror image you've cast? Yes, correct. Does it work the same way that the misses have to be within um, the fail range to break a mirror as well? If an attack fails, it doesn't critically fail. Yeah, if it's not a critical fail, it still gets rid of an image. Uh, oh, well, this is a critical fail because I've only rolled a two on the second attack. So. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Yes, so uh, only one image is broken. Um, I think uh, you've got three attacks coming at Sharga. Um, the third one is going to be the first for this guy that had to move twice. Three, one, and 11. Uh, what is Sharga's AC? 22. 22 as well? Oh, okay. Yeah. So this 11 it will be one hit. Everyone's getting a, a single hit. Did no one pay attention to armor? Only 10 points of damage, though. And Bartleby, you've got your own special friend right on top of you. He's going to make a single attack and a single hit. Yay. Draining the damage for everyone. Uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. And they are upon you. They've set upon you. Uh, Bartleby, it is your turn next. Okie dokie. Um, I suppose with my little toes... I'm going to cast a spell. But what spell to cast? I think I'm going to pop a level three spell. Oh um, my. my, 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 my. Sharga, heroism. Sweet. Oh, oh Does no. Uh, plus one status bonus to attack rolls, perception checks, saving throws, and skill checks. Sweet. Yeah. It's pretty much plus one to everything. Yeah. Okay. Good for those things. Uh, and then, let's see, I got one action left because of that. Um, hmm. Uh, gonna have to, gonna have to pop a shield. Excellent. A little extra. I was gonna go, I was gonna say, kick it in the cod piece, but pop a shield's probably smarter. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sharga, you've got like four suits of armor around you. Feeling emboldened by her very small friend, um, she is going to fly into a rage at the suit of armor standing right in front of her and take her great axe against it. It's a 24. That is a a hit. Alright, so that does 24 slashing damage. Okay. I could change um, that to acid. Do I know from Oz if that would be a good move or not? I mean, acid versus metal is pretty good, probably. It seems like it, right? Yeah, it seems like it would be crazy. Yeah, I'm not able to identify any kind of particular resistance to acid. So. Okay. Yeah, so acid just pours out of her axe, apparently. Or however that works. That's so wild. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you're you're slicing through the armor well. There is still, I'm pretty sure hardness still takes effect. Let me just double check. Um, but do you have some more attacks while you 
two work it on yeah, this I one? Yeah, I can make or? one more. I am going to now use a sweep against the uh, one adjacent to that one. So my great axe is just kind of slashing through both of them. So that gives me a plus one to this attack. Actually, I guess that would have been a 25 because of Bertleby. <laughs> All right. Um, after that first hit, though, uh, Sharga hears three times from her left, good hit. <laughs> All right, attack number two, and this. Oh no, that's terrible. That's a thirteen. Mm. I can roll that. Oh, does she? Does she that's dare a, the reroll? It's a hero point. You could try. I mean, I have a plus two to it right now, so. You have a plus two. Right, you you have you have oh, a so large oh that's a wow 25. yes that's Smart. another another hit all right so that does an, an additional twenty slashing damage uh acid damage okay that is going to be enough to basically chop you know like an arm uh, part of the breast piece down and um, this thing is very much exposed this one directly in front of you. Uh, sorry, looks... sorry. That second attack was against its friend to its right, or to our, to my right. Oh, okay. So because of sweep, because I was taking. The oh, it's a different target. All right. So that one, that's the first attack that it's taken. Uh, so it's it's doing fine. Uh, well, not fine, but it is not in what would be bloodied for a suit of armor, uh, which is. Um, Broken. <laughs> uh, okay, so that is turn one. Kovic, we're back to you. Got a couple around you, and you're flanking with a Sharga. Huzzah! I'm gonna use quick draw to drop the crossbow, and I'm gonna use quick draw to decapitate an animated suit of armor. Because uh, I'm going against my hunted prey. Achoo! Does a 29 strike your fancy? Uh, 29 is, of course, a hit. Uh, that is going to be 32 points of damage. Oh, my. Um, let's, let me do some math here. 32. Too many sources of damage for the ranger. I keep having to double check and make sure I'm not accidentally adding a source when I am not supposed to. Okay, that is enough to, uh, sure, yeah, uh, that is enough to drop this guy. Plom. Full out of the combat. You, uh, strike at another sweet point on the suit of armor. It just crumples into a pile of mismatched, um, arm, chest, and leg pieces. Could I could regret this, but can I move Ramiel? Uh, yep, and they, they seem to be woodenly just kind of stuck in place. No attacks of opportunity here. So you're flanking back on the other side of Sharga as we move yep. to Aussie. Yep, and uh, attack numero... Oh, you've got another action. Oh, my. Yeah, I'm four, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no. Making sure... Well, good. Attack numero dos. That's a miss! 18 altogether. 18. Um, technically, you are oh, flanking, is a flanking here. Uh, that is... Uh, that is a hit. Oh, yeah! For 22? 
22 damage. That's my whole turn. Um, this one uh, is, is what I was trying to describe before is now broken. Uh, so it is very weak looking. Um, the It seems like the, the hardness might have gone down here after uh, bringing it to that condition. Um, you said it's weak looking now? It is. I'll, I'll put it on the... So no change then. <laughs> uh, it's... Wow. it's chains uh perhaps but not not changed since before it's about half the armor is is still standing um and there are then there are three others a couple that haven't been hit yet uh, as we go on to yourself all right um i mean at the swift elimination of the foe threatening him uh oh yeah oz goes good one kovic and he'll uh, uh start to run to the east um Create a diversion. You don't have to be next to somebody to do that, right? Not to my knowledge, no. Okay. Um, I'm going to do so uh, with a deception check versus Mm. this suits. So uh, I will pause you because I I think, because you asked specifically, or uh, Ozzy knows that this is a, this requires uh, a mental stat to, to create a diversion. These guys oh, right. are pretty singularly like just beat things down minded. Right. How do you well then how do they perceive things? A great question. Uh <laughs> they have a magical form of, of dark vision. And you can't distract them? They probably not because because are... they don't they're not like perceiving anything not no, like they a cognitive perception. I think they're just single-mindedly going towards whatever they're. They could be um, dazzled or, or blinded. That isn't in their immunities. Um, so oh, is it not? They see, you know, through the the visor slits of uh, of the armor or whatever. Um, oh, so they can they can still be dazed or or blinded. That dazzled. is not on their immunities. No. Interesting. <laughs> hey, evil laugh, evil laugh. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, no, it says necromancy. I'm pretty sure they're immune to necromancy. If something has a necromantic tag, but if like I don't know, a bright flash of light or something goes off and, and dazzles them, I think that would count. I've got color spray. Color that's spray. A, but that's a cone not necromantic though it is not so question mm-hmm. um because of the way spellcasting works i'm familiar with D rules so you can you can cast from a corner yep in D. so if i were to use a cone and aim from this square going north could i hit these three pieces of armor i think if you moved here you can hit these three with a cone that's true okay you'd be putting yourself in a a flanked position between a couple of them yeah indeed i'm trying to think of a safe way that i can hit multiple foes but not target a friend and not put myself in immediate danger 15 foot cone yeah Uh, hmm. yeah it's a bit of a a rough battle position as kovic's moved around to the backside of one but sorry 
besides that, uh, yeah, just here to get all three over there. Yeah, I mean, what I if you could only if you moved like further away, you could hit two, right? Um, oh, you, can, you can hit two where he's at. Can oh, okay. I? This is this is goofy because I'm not Hanto uh, right now, at least. Um, can I balance on the side of the ship? Oh, to to get like over uh, Bartleby? Yeah, to get like right here, but like standing on the edge. I will allow it with caveat of, of course, an acrobatics check, which sure. uh, I will say is potentially possible to critically fail and slip, but we'll see what the dice says. For sure. So I'm not playing Hanto, so I'm comfortable making an acrobatics check now. Let me that's see. a pretty big difference. Let me see what the DC for... 20. This would oh, that's more than enough. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure it'll be... <laughs> So you're moving from here. Yep, so uh, that's well within your movement speed. Uh, all right, so yeah, on, on the edge of the ship balancing, you're blasting a color spray? Indeed, I am. Syntax error expected, zero to nine. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's see. So this is going to be a basic will save DC 21 for those three to make. Oh, no, Will. Yeah, Will. Not, Have fun with that one. It's not a good one for them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to make a um, in clockwise order here. The first one will be for this guy that's really damaged. Uh, oh, those are good rolls, dang it. What are the D? What, what's the DC? 21. <laughs> um, that is a single success from, from this guy here and two fails. Okay. The creature that succeeded is dazzled for one round. Okay, so I think both of these suits of armors are indeed dazzled, and that is uh, a negative to no, their... No, 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 no. That's on a success. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's the, the, the one that succeeded. Uh oh Yes. The two that failed are stunned one, blinded for one round, and dazzled for one minute. Ooh, no. Oh, no, I don't like that one bit. <laughs> no, no, no. So you see three little kobolds run on the side of the ship and then just kind of blast a, a, a big cone of prismatic light uh, right at these three. Ouch, 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 ouch. Okay, so... And that's my turn. Uh, well, that's going to bring us to their turn, but you've put me in a pickle because stunned one, does that just take away an action or is that a, a round for these two that are uh, stunned? Yeah, that's, that's the number of actions you lose. Yes. So, okay, so it's similar to, to slow. Mm -hmm. Correct. But they're also dazzled and they are also blinded. Yes, they are blind for one round. Uh, they are stunned one for one round and then they are dazzled for a minute. So, all right. All right. Let me let me see if these two that are blinded uh, will have a chance to attack this turn. Uh, okay, so this one that's very hurt and blinded. Um, make a do 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 another d20 roll. Uh, is able to blindedly try and strike out a shark guy, and we'll we'll do so. Um, need to make one more d20 before that. No, all right. So that that is the uh, the mischance for for. It because oh no it needs to roll 
what is um, blinded? No, beyond blind or the other blinded, uh, concealed. It has a concealment check it needs to make. It's a flat isn't DC it, it, five. It's check, DC right? five, right? Okay, yeah. so uh, a three is good in that situation, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I forget how to play this game. No, it, yeah, it, three is not good. You need to. It's a flat check. Oh, it, it needs to be more than. Okay. Yeah, three, three, right. three is the one that you want us to roll, Patrick, when All you're right, trying so, to kill us. I was like, oh, it's a less than five. That's great. All right, so these yeah. two blinded ones are striking at the air where you guys are located, including Bartleby, just like <laughs> if you were standing where this thing was punching, uh, I'll pretend to make it its two attacks. Oh, it'd be, it'd be two hits in a oh, second. <laughs> but um, we've only got this one who's dazed, who's going to try and beat up a Sharga. I'm going through my attacks. Uh, uh, I think that's only one hit, Sharga. Uh, my, now that I'm raging, my AC is 21, just FYI. Uh, the eight is my second attack. I still think that's a miss. And one minimum damage, so... Wait a moment, you said this is, the one that's, this is the one that's dazzled? Yeah, single dazzle. They need to make a... Oh, do they have concealment as well? Yes. All right, let's not roll. Every attack has concealment. Okay. Ah. So that goes through nine points of damage, and then this one is going to uh, move around backside of Kovic, make a couple attacks. Oh, no. You're, you're 22, is that right? Yep. Tyler? Um, Second one's got to be a hit, right? You would think. Uh, let's see. No, nope. two misses. Two misses. Everyone missing oh, this that's, round. That's surprising. Except for this one guy. Uh, what, what's your question, Rebecca? So when I'm raging, I get nine uh, temporary hit points. Mm -hmm. Do I burn those, or do I burn my actual hit points? My temporary burn the hit points. Okay. Temporary first. Right. Um, that's their turn. Bartleby, we are on to you. All right. I can see these two suits of armor here, sort of flailing about in front of me. Now they um, look like comical suits of armor. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're 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 dancing a fine jig, and I'm gonna help them dance a little better. I'm gonna put some pep in their step uh, with a uh, an electric arc. Zap zap. Uh, I'm gonna do it to both of those two blinded fellows. Okay. Um, reflex uh, saves. Two reflexes. Yeah. Okay, believe it or not, Fortitude was their good one. So you guys ah. have <laughs> the, so the suits weird. of armor have very fortitude. good fortitude what? and are not very dexterous or uh, don't have a lot of will. Oh, but I rolled Ote for this first one, oh, man. Uh, but the second one has failed. Okay, uh, so the failure will take nine points of damage. Uh, I presume that nineteen is a critical success, or no, probably not actually. No. No. Okay. So uh, just uh, four points of damage to the uh, to the one who did the good save. Okay. All right. That is, I've, I've marked it and um, marked it well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clamber over some of this uh, some of this gear and uh, <laughs> get behind Sharga. Get by back the, up. Back up, Sharga. I'm backing her up. Big work. Yep. Uh, Sharga, we are on to you. Do I still have plus one to my attack shipper? Oh yeah, for 10 minutes. Oh, great. That was a long time. <laughs> All right, um, she is going to once again leverage her great ax against the very hurt one in front of her. Okay. And make an attack against 
Yeah, so that's Ooh, a 32 yeah. on that attack. Uh, we're taking the critical damage, because that is a crit. Awesome. All right, so that means... It's also flat-footed and broken, so that means it's definitely dead. Right. Um. So, that, yeah, that's like a total of what... I don't even know how much. Um, 51. 51 damage. Um, additionally, the axe critical effect is that I choose one creature adjacent to the initial target and within reach. If its AC is lower than my attack roll result for the critical hit, you deal damage to that creature equal to the result of the weapon damage die you rolled. Okay, so like the normal what? damage, this is taking 22 points of damage. Yeah. Or twenty? Is it more so than twenty-two? It's not doubled. No bonuses. No, it's it's, it's it says the uh, the weapon damage die. So if rules is raw, that would mean the five and the nine. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So the weapon damage. I well, think that's still a good amount of damage. So I think is what the intent is. Either either way, it's either fourteen or twenty-two. Either one's ridiculous. It is still enough to break this one's armor. Um. It's not flanking with anyone, but is uh, is the one that took the most of the electricity damage from from Bartleby. Uh, do you have? That's just one attack, right? What's your second? Yeah, action? that was just one. Uh, so now I'm going to take my second attack against that same guy, the one, yeah, that guy that I just yeah. hit. Um, okay. <laughs> and this gets class. a plus two to this. Their armor class goes precipitously down Kids. when they get broken, so this oh, might man. be Objects short. Objects big for their life because I think we're there. <laughs> I, I get a feeling that Sharga might just be like cleaving through all three of them right now. Oh, oh no! Oh no! That's a natural one. Not when you roll that, yo! Oh, no, oh man, do you still have that? Through Bartleby. Do you still I have that? I uh... hero point. Oh no! <laughs> uh, you have a third at action though, right? I do. I do. Um, so, nope, that's oh. right. Four on the dice. That is a miss. As, uh, we gotta go to turn three and two, Kovic. Alright, well, Kovic was flanking with this suit of armor that just gets um, literally hit by an axe so hard the pieces fly off the side of the ship, uh, making a, a, a watery splunk noise, and then. Kovic sees that this other piece of armor is not doing so great, so I think we will mark it as prey. And uh, then as a the first one action, that's already broken? Yep. Okay. Second action, we're just going to try and put this one in the dirt, so to speak. In the deck of the in ship. In the deck. Oh. <laughs> Believe it or not, six on the dice uh, is a hit when it's broken. 22 plus 4. 26 points of damage. I'm sorry I made you do all that math. It's dead as well. <laughs> it's <laughs> then, destroyed completely. And we've got two uh, more left. Kovic will about face. And Hail Mary a second at oh, the one. Right behind you. Right, right, yeah. Come on, big numbers. Oh, Ooh, oh no, it's, it's fully... Fully, uh, it's like a full plate of armor. Your greatsword bounces right off of it. It has not been <laughs> dazzled or blinded. Um, Ozzy, we are on to you, hanging, hanging on, <laughs> bouncing on the the side of the giant graves deck. Indeed, um, man, Tyler, I feel your pain. With what? 
panache. <laughs> oh, yep. That's, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I decided to try to do Vaughn Mott. Because I can do it from a distance, and I thought, well, that will be a benefit. And you can surely hey. in this pirate campaign, many things will know common, and I you, made a mistake. You, As it you happens, can, <laughs> you can you can create a diversion. Is very distance. rare. You can create a diversion at a distance. You can faint, but I don't think either of these things are going to work on walking suits of armor. Yeah, these these would give Cassius annoyance. I mean, although Cassius can always rely on the whole tumble through thing, which these things would be awful at. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. It, it, you know, that part would work out fine for him, but uh, man, it's rough. It's a rough life sometimes. As uh, as always, he's getting ready for his turn. Uh, th- this giant suit of cobbled together armor is like got Captain Cassius picked up above his head and it's like slashing a sword at everyone else. <laughs> And you see, oh, uh, yeah, see. he he's witnessing absolute brutality from <laughs> from his, from this team as he's come to expect. Um, so, oh yeah, that you know they're fighting over there. Yeah, the yeah they're they're having those, a good le- time. those less interesting characters are up no, on the stern castle. No, fighting. Cassius doesn't want to be anywhere near the golem who moved his token. I put him in the corner for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I told you he's he's grappled. <laughs> He's grappled by it. I rolled secretly. Oh, no. you, didn't, you didn't see me roll secretly, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to... Hmm, what is I was going to do? Please don't blind them again. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. No more blinding. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and try to tumble through, actually, if I can. So can I Can I? Um, do do like that and try to tumble through yeah of course okay so this is against his reflex dc and you've critically succeeded okay cool um so wait if he critically succeeds what does that do i don't know it's your ability it's panache tyler what does does, is there a critical success for for like you and alaris you you tumble through all the time yeah no critical success means you just there's no it's just it's just especially when it comes to panache you just Panache. There's no like there. you like you like there. tumble through. Uh, I like the, the, no, no, the no. mid drift of the armor. <laughs> you like I, jump I, through it. I've got an idea. Okay, so he's still got two images left. Oh yeah. So Sharga watches as the three kobolds jump off of the edge. Uh, one like does like a twirling like triple axle over the armor. The other one just kind of spins around him, <laughs> and the other just kind of like does a twirling dive past it. And like, uh, between the legs, <laughs> yeah, and they all end up on the other side to to provide flanking. Ooh, uh, to Sharga, excellent, and that gives you your panache. Indeed. What, what do you do with it? Uh, I don't really have a lot I can do with panache, but it does allow me to move faster, and it gives me bonuses on certain things, so that's nice. Um, what I would like to do now, though, that I am so close and next to this thing. God, none of my spells work on this thing. That is so annoying. I hear you. I was all excited for them to be undead. <laughs> yeah, same. I was, like, I was like, I got, I got undead spells for days. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. I can, I can do all kinds of stuff to undead stuff, but locking armor, nah. Um, I'll go ahead and take a stab at it to try and get its attention. Stab, stab, stab. Sure. 16. Uh, probably not going to do much. Um, Even with the flat-footed, <laughs> I don't think it will. No. So, 
yeah, he, he, his, his little dagger just kind of harmlessly clings Blink. off the side of the armor. And then I will use my last action to go into dueling parry, Ooh. which gives me a plus two circumstance to AC versus this opponent. And I'll say, all right, I got his attention, Charga. <laughs> Did you? Let's see. Uh, we'll see. If he wants to go for you. Yes, he does. Uh, so he's no longer nice. blinded, but is dazzled. So let me cool. roll the flat DC five uh, for the first attack against you. Natural 20, so great. I'm glad I wasted that. Uh, let's make that attack against Sanos. Natural 15. Y'all. Imagine <laughs> bullets. Yeah. Uh, ooh, 15 points of damage. Is this now a D3 situation? One or two are you on a D6? Uh, yes, it says... With two images remaining, there is a one in three chance, which is one or two on a 1d6. Oh, pitch ya. Ah. <laughs> points on a dead man's chest. All right. Missed chance for attack number two. It, is it still stunned one as well? Yeah, it should be. Uh, I right. think I think that falls off after you, after it loses its action. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, nope. Let's so go. the dazzle's okay, and a 15 on the second attack. What's your armor class? Uh, against this opponent, it is 23. Uh, okay, so that is a miss. Okay, but that means second. all of the images are gone now, I believe. Ooh, okay. So no more mirror image. And how much damage did I take? 15 on that Oof. first attack. And ah. I'm, I'm going to uh, roll for it and try the second or third attack. Oh, Are you kidding the me? Mad lad did oh, it. Oh no. Yeah, that that's it's dazzled. So oh, I've that's actual oh, attack. I've rolled two natural twenties on <sighs> dazzled. Oh I'm so hey! happy. I'm oh, so God. happy that it's dazzled. It has to be a natural twenty because uh, natural eighteen on third attack is a miss against you. <sighs> wow. I was so um, worried for a moment. Dude, wow. I I thought you were toast. <laughs> the, okay, I need to I need to dazzle things more often. We gotta burn through these twenties. Uh, concealment is pretty good when they got all they're doing is just trying to beat you up uh, okay and this other one is going to uh, it is unaffected it's, it's going to make three attacks versus Kovic let's beat up Kovic instead hey natural 19 on the first one you're 22 yeah 22 um, uh, nope that's still just a 31 I believe so just a hit and two misses, um, but 14 points of damage. How's Kovic doing? Uh, Kovic three. Oh, oh my goodness. Then we are back to Bartleby on your turn. Oh, Bartleby is old Bartleby's turn. Um, hmm. I mean, Electric Arc seems to be doing pretty good. I think I'm just going to do that again. Hits both these guys. Both of them. Yeah, yeah. Zap, zap. Oh, boy. Reflex saves. Two fails. Uh, one critical fail. Oh, boy. So 11 damage on the one that uh, merely failed. And 26 damage to the uh, one that critically failed. Okay. So this one between Ozzy and Sharga is broken as the condition. And it's not looking too good as we uh oh do you have a third action uh i do i do i do one second 
Um, I am going to uh, put some guidance on my good friend Kovic. Uh, <laughs> next uh, attack or skill check or perception check or whatever um, gets a plus one. So, oh my. Use it. Sharga, onto you. All right, Sharga is going to raise her great axe way over her head and bring it down on top of this uh, helmet, I guess. Yeah, cave in the armor. Oh my god. Another natural one. That ain't gonna do. Man, this sucks. What's going on? All right, let's try this again. I think that's the only number you could have rolled to miss it. Oh my god. Uh, You rolled. We rolled a four on attack number two, and that's a hit. Oh, oh <laughs> what? Yeah, don't make the rules here, but when it's broken, its AC is much less, and you're flanking with your good buddy. Uh, so and that's, it's actually a plus two to all of this as well. So. It's enough to destroy that suit of armor. There's just the one on Kovic left. All right, uh, Sharga will come around and flank with Kovic. Kovic, it's your turn. Uh, I feel the pressure Tyler. to to end the battle here. We're gonna go. We're gonna do a one, uh, a one, two, three. Since we're flanking, it's flat-footed. I've got a plus one to my first attack, right? Just yeah, the you, first one. Just, just, just uh, one of them. I mean, you, it could technically be any one of them, but you know. Okay. Well, we're gonna spend one action to hunt this thing, so I get the less damage bonuses. Uh, There's so many, so many effects that I'm putting on these guys. Yeah. And now we're gonna do big great sword the first. Kovic uh, wants a twenty. Oh, I it's a hit, but bad damage. I think Tyler wants a twenty, but uh, yeah, that is a hit and uh, minimum ish damage. And only gonna be twenty-two points of damage. Oh my goodness! Why is it so much more than what you rolled here? Well, <laughs> the, the first hunted. strike is always yeah because it's hunted because of the gravity weapon because of. All right, believe it or not, that is still enough to break this suit of armor. All right, second attack. Oh, we just gotta land a blow. Oh, 18's okay. gonna do it. Yep, that's a hit. But oh, another one on the damage dice. Stop it, D12. <laughs> Why do you hit me? How, how uh, much is that? Well, ooh, ooh, it's enough. still up after no! that. You got a third attack in you, or no? No, That's I had to three use three action to hunt. Oh, it looks like this one's Aussies. <laughs> yeah, get it, Aussie. What am I supposed to kill it with? Harsh language. Stab it. Just <laughs> yes, anything. Stab it. Kick it. Punch it. Use your witch blade. I know you have one. Witch witch I believe it does not have does not have any kind of weapon <laughs> that was printed in the page of a Top Cow comic. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Yeah, uh, I actually don't have anything aside from a dagger. Oh, I, I guess yeah, you broke unarmed an unarmed attack, right? I have an unarmed it. attack. It's true. Punch yeah, it. you could. Yeah, punch. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> Knock his block <laughs> off. Just, just punch it. Just punch uh, the armor. Hold on a sec. Oh, yeah. Nope. Baze is, is mental non-lethal. It's mm. immune to that. Sure. He'll Batman just, this fool. Punch it. He'll Fist just hunter up and take a couple stabs at it. Why yeah. not? Yeah. 
21. That's, That's a hit. For. <laughs> Four damage. Oh, possibly. That doesn't do anything to it. Sorry. I know. <laughs> That's the maximum. Like oh, I said, no. I actually can't hurt this thing. I you don't do have a strength have modifier. I didn't realize you didn't have a strength modifier. Oh, this tiny little kobold. I'm sorry. I thought I. I I'm sorry. Well, there we go. <laughs> tink tink. Uh, not gonna do. As we go on to uh, its turn, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. I tried to tell you. <laughs> throw three I'm attacks. Kovic Sharga uh, Kovic. Boom. Uh, all right, only Kovic's getting hit for no eleven points of damage, and we are onto Bartleby. Oh boy, well, believe it or not, Bartleby has a strength modifier, and that modifier is negative one. <laughs> 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 so I, I I see uh I I, I had dreams, delusions of grandeur thinking I was going to run up and stab this thing with a dagger and then I saw <laughs> I saw Ozzy run up and just like wang on it and uh, you can still crit, right? I mean, technically? He doesn't, he doesn't Oz doesn't down stab, he only forward stabs he always yeah. holds it in a fencing pose Yeah, I think my I think my, yeah, my I, I, it's just, yeah, that's not going to happen <laughs> um, Alright uh, It's going to have to be you know your spell or whatnot. Um, I've, I've heard clerics have those spells and whatnot. They got a few. I've yet to see it. You know what? I'm gonna light this one aflame. Produce flame, I say. Oh, excellent. And a reflex save coming or no? Uh, oh, no this is an attack. attack. Yeah. Oh, that is a hit. 21 out of 10 points of fire damage. 10 points of fire damage. It's still up. Oh, no. We go to Sharga. I got one more action. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw a dagger at it. <laughs> oh, you, you can you can taste it. You can taste the, the kill coming your way. Let's see what this deck roll is. All right. This is a second, technically second attack roll, right? Uh, Correct, yeah. All right. Big money, no whammy. Oh. <laughs> whammy. <laughs> just, I just throw it off the other side of the full yeah. whammy. Sharga, bring us home. All right, I'm going to use yeah. Furious fact, Finish yeah. on this uh, strike with my great axe once again, bringing it over my head. Against Finish it, Sharga. Go time. Oh, that's a 26. What if it was another natural one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is a critical hit and more, much more than enough to destroy <laughs> that suit of armor. And of course, uh, there's still other suits of armor fighting other crew members. Some have come over to the Tidebreaker, um, but all of a sudden, uh, they all fall to pieces to the ground around you guys as up on the Stern Castle, you see an unconscious Milksop Morton and watch as a bloodied <laughs> uh, Captain Cassius pulls a ring from the man's hand and an alias Fitch comes aboard and inspects it and gives a nod of approval and there's a round of huzzas all about as the combat be done in your prize one and where Tidebreaker crew I'm sorry you have something Tyler no I I just was celebrating 
Y- yippee. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yippee. Um, <laughs> uh, just where the Tidebreaker crew is headed next in this mystery of where the Brine Banshee lays. Uh, the scuttlebutt is the sails are headed to indeed another shipwreck. Um, one of the fastest ships of the, the shackles, the Brine Banshee is your quarry. Will you guys find it? What? treasures lay aboard what monsters will the crew have to face next before you're able to claim it as your own um all that and more is a tale for another time here on jurassic park roll no crits episode (laughs) the jurassic park uh deadman roll no crits uh, mashup episode yeah um that's gonna do it for us here um for this episode uh return to the b team it's a feel good guys you get some uh yeah i I threw probably one of the hardest things for this team at you stuff with hardness (laughs) and like all the immunities and you still uh managed to survive i like to imagine that like uh oz goes to stand by bartleby and just kind of puts his dagger away and he's just like we didn't even get to cast a spell really yeah i just I, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm picking up my dagger i'm just like i don't know why i even carry this thing it's true. blinded two of them yeah. that's true <laughs> color spray is good but color spray you know. was amazing Safe that's just like that's just one spell in his repertoire <laughs> it's I just know. one i know he just could one. do more uh we'll, we'll bring them back more uh this book um, but that's going to have them be on a, a later episode as the the main crew, your captain and officers, have some adventure to get to next week. Um, but uh, until then, thank you guys for playing with me. Thank, thank you, Patrick. you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Listeners, particularly our Patreon supporters, as well as those people listening to this next year for free. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting Deadman Rolno Crits. Uh, we'll catch you next time here on the podcast. A so long. Yahoy! Yippee. Yo, don't make Sharga angry. Holy cow. Mm, Yeah. (laughs)